So you mentioned uh, City Skylines when we were first starting to talk about this. You mentioned, uh, I think, SimCity, maybe. There was a game called Frostpunk that I was thinking about, um, which is like... Do you, are you? I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's like you have to keep people warm during yeah. through like a, a, a it's the one that has like the, ice age. It has like a train on the cover. It's like an icy train cover, right? I'm somewhat familiar with Frostpunk for sure. Okay, so all of those we could call like city management, right? Where like the idea is, you know, you have certain buildings that you can build and prioritize, and you know, you have to make sure uh, that you're allocating resources to to things uh, that you want to be allocating resources toward. There's a lot of balance in the games, right? Like, if you allocate resource, too many resources to, let's say, like, having uh, a fecund population, right? And, like, you just want people to have as many children as possible. Um, perhaps you don't have the food allotment, or you know, to, to sustain that population, right? If you don't have enough farms, but, you know but you have a bunch of bars, then everybody's going to be drunk and nobody's going to be productive, right? So that's, like, another kind of way of thinking about this. Why are city management games fun, Carlos? What do people what are the things that people most enjoy about about those games? I'll speak for myself first and then I'll say what I think players generally like about them. When I play city management games, say like a City Skylines or something like that, um I really enjoy just shaping it. Like literally the the layout and like where things are placed, the organizational aspect of it. I could like that. I guess that's like the city planning or city zoning aspect of like, oh, yeah, this is going to be my shopping district. And I got to make sure that's kind of like away from this residential area. So they have a nice, quiet neighborhood. But also I need to like put industrial stuff here, but don't put the garbage and power plant too close to the houses because that's going to cause some sort of health hazard. (laughs) And that's where things get kind of fun for me, but also quickly get overwhelmingly complex. And I think where other players have fun, and maybe this is just something kind of like Civilization, uh, the the tile-based uh, game where you're like a country and you take over other countries, but there's also multiple ways to win in that where like you could win by like creating the UN or like going to space first. I think with these city management games, it's like there are different ways you could play it. You could be the city planner and just have fun being the city planner. But then there's also this whole aspect of maybe like the budget and you're now trying to manage the like economy and like whatever else that word is that would go with economy of the city versus maybe like, how that city now trades with nearby cities like that's a whole other thing so i think there's like many different ways to like appreciate these games but for me personally i think i can really only handle the sort of like zoning aspect of things because it gets really out of hand when it's like oh boy like a tornado's coming you better build a, a tornado thing and i'm like where in the menu is this there's so many menus yeah, you mentioned Civ there, um, and there are other games like Civilization that, uh, like, uh, Total War, the Total War series, or, um, I'm not sure if you feel comfortable throwing Age of Empires in there, but, you know, these games that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the idea is that you start with, uh, like, you know, a city-state type, you know, you start with a small plot of land, and then eventually you kind of grow, you know, your military force, and then you could take over other places. It's like a simulator in a way, because it does allow you to choose which parts you want to invest in. So you, like you mentioned, you can have a scientific force in Civ. You can have a religious force where you have missionaries who are sent around to all the different colonies. And if most of the people in the world, you know, are have adopted your religion, even if you don't have a vast, you know, 
like military empire, you can still meet the win condition first. Um, so I think for those, the, the, the city, uh, what are we calling them? Like the city management games? There's like the the city management games is kind of like small scale in my opinion, whereas a game like Civilization, you're like controlling an empire or something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like you're instead of one city, it's many cities, and your goal is to try to acquire as many cities as possible. But they have similar principles where it's like, which buildings am I going to build? You know, how am I allocating resources? How am I trading uh, with other cities and or communities around me? For sure. Yeah, there games like Civilization don't let you get so granular as to like, oh, I have six cities and I now need to manage the budget and the actual like layout of the city. Like none of that matters at that scale. You have like a god's eye view. Whereas a game like SimCity pocket city city skylines you only get that up close kind of city view right like you can never go like full god's eye and zoom out to like a county three counties wide like half a state over yeah like let's juxtapose those two types of games right what what are kind of players what is the difference in players who gravitate toward you know each of these games right right I would guess, like, in terms of, like, what feelings are being evoked, not necessarily who is the player. Yes, that is, like, you're asking, they're answering the right question. The gameplay feeling is, I think, you know, one of them is, like, hey, I'm the mayor of New York or something like that, and I can, like, have full control of, like, this and its denizens and, you know, figure out how that works. The other one, Civilization or 4X games, as they are classified in genre, um this is 4x what does that mean yeah 4x let me break this down so the term 4x is an abbreviation for explore expand exploit exterminate it's a subgenre of strategy-based games, uh, and this could be both turn-based or real-time. And generally, it revolves around building an empire, and that's what I called out earlier. It's like focusing on like a, a, a city, a, like one state, whatever, versus an entire empire. And that's like such a feeling of power. Like games like 4X games give this sort of power fantasy in a sense. If you can create like a massive army or this massive community that then can influence like a global like change, that's that's a great feeling uh, and a great journey for a player to like go through starting with like, well, civilization again, we're talking all about that. So we'll start with that. Like you could start out as cavemen, one tribe of cavemen in civilization and then guide those cavemen to ultimately be the United States of America now shooting a rocket into space, which makes them win the game or something like that. Um, whereas in city skylines or Sim City, you know, you're just kind of like building this city out and then eventually it just kind of caps out at like, you know, some district and like tornadoes can come and stuff, but you're not getting that grandiose journey and feeling. And also, at least with, I think with 4X games, it's also typical that you have like different ways to win. Um, so like the explore, expand, exploit, exterminate is is kind of like the flow of the game, right? You're exploring the tile set, uh, what the map is around you. You're expanding your... Control. Your control, your empire. You're exploiting whatever, I guess... your sphere of influence. Yeah. (laughs) And then the exterminate is like whoever opposes you, obviously, has to be taken care of for your empire to uh, be healthy and continue. The city games don't have like a challenge. Like uh, they don't have anybody trying to conquer your city, right? So there's almost like more As far as we know, yeah. There might be some games 
Uh, maybe I'm thinking of, I might be thinking of the wrong game. It seems, it seems more peaceful to me. It's like, okay, how much electricity do you get from the generator? Yay. You know, it seems like more of like a calming simulator-esque, you know, possibly even educational. I'm not sure how realistic they are, but the other ones seem like the the 4X games seem like they have like a real purpose, like a real, like... like an end state you know um and you definitely can like lose those and i have some intuition that i need to work out where uh it seems like the lack of like like a loss condition for a uh city management has more to do with your own ineptitude or you know your failure to do things that were like put directly in front of you uh but i'm sure that that is not correct do you know do you have any intuitions here can you illuminate this Sorry, can you, can you, yeah, can you? It seems to me that city games, it's your own fault if you lose because you're not being conquered by some kind of AI force, right? It seems like, well, all, you to had all the extent, tools dire- directly fault. in front of you. Yeah, so to some extent, it is your fault in that, like, you didn't prepare what is your, your city what? for the disaster. Like, okay. if your city fails, okay. in some way or another, if your city fails, it'll be by your just lack of doing i suppose right if you just let your city run on autopilot eventually like something's going to come up like some random thing's going to happen you know uh and now your funds are going to get drained and you need to address that or like a tornado is about to come in and you didn't build like the correct storm walls or any storm walls so now you got to build those and you may not necessarily know at least when you start playing the game right this is part of the whole like mastery of the game you don't know what could happen like if I recall, SimCity has, like, asteroids and, like, potential, like, Godzillas that, like, attack your city. I'm, I swear I, I, like, saw that as clips in, like, SimCity 2000 or something. But there are these, like, wild nat- natural disasters that can happen and you need to prepare for those. But I think even with preparing for those, well, you kind of just have to take the hit. Because if you think about, like, an earthquake, like, a city can't just say, oh, I built myself and I'm protected. It's like... I believe Japan is somewhat known for its architecture being like very resilient towards earthquakes. Like, so, because they do get like a fair amount of uh, tremors and stuff there. Yeah, they're part of the Ring of Fire, I believe. Like, yeah, so like you will take the hit. And I guess like if you're inattentive at your city game, that hit is a wound and that wound will fester and it'll lead to like economic issues. It'll lead to planning issues and blah, 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 which means like you lose the game, you know, your society will collapse or whatever. Whereas in the four X games, the empire management games, you are getting conquered by another force uh, or, you know, basically your influence is really what is your win loss condition to some extent whether it's like religiously you have now influenced the entire world culturally you are the most like influential thing on the planet or if like for science like now you've gone into space and like that's influenced everyone to look to the stars like it's all about influence there another thing that that you mentioned that's just hitting me is uh that there's more design there's more like beauty and design and customizability i guess in in the like in the city planning stuff? In the city planning stuff, yes. Oh, Whereas yeah. if it, like if I'm going to play Total War and it's like, I want you to build a, a smithy, right? It's not what they call blacksmith area. <laughs> if, yeah. if I'm like playing a barracks, Total War. Like a barracks, a smithy. Even, yes, exactly. Dude, you can even make the seven wonders of the world, you know, to make the cultural victory in Civ. But like, do you know how that looks when you do actually build it? 
very no, boring. I, I really it's just don't. a little hex <laughs> tile. It, that's the answer. It looks very boring. It's not like in City Skylines where you could zoom in all the way to your city street and see these tiny little like almost Lego looking like characters walking around the, the roads you've created for them and driving their cute little Google map cars like all over the place. It's it's all just, you know, when it zooms out to Empire Management, it's all really just kind of these board game hex tiles. And that's very intentional, but you do lose that level of intimacy and also creativity that comes with the, the layout of your city. And I wanted to mention that, like, I think it was like the City Skyline subreddit or there is a specific subreddit for aesthetically pleasing cities in city skylines because people went wild with like the flexibility of like the tools in that game and just built these great highway systems and there are like satisfying gifts of just like traffic perfectly flowing through some of these like city setups and that's like you can't get that with 4x games civilization and what have you i don't know i mean we could also talk about like the level of control, you know, I mean, with these games, you have a point of view that you really don't have in other games, right? They're, they're kind of unique in that, uh, you're not playing as a, there's no playable character. You kind of have a God's eye view or, or, you know, all the characters, all the art within the game are not like individuals that you control, but like, they're just this, they're almost like this hot, they're not a hive mind, but they almost feel like a hive mind. Cause you're like, Hey, they're my dudes. You know, they're, they're want to make the city go. But again, city skylines, I'll focus on like in city skylines, you can like click on an individual and see this individual person, like going about their own life. And, you know, it's like, Oh, well, I'm going to go down to Dunkin' Donuts and get my Dunkin' Donuts. And then I'm going to drive my Google car over to the industrial plant. And with, uh, with civilization, you know, you kind of just have like your, your sort of like star characters and it's, it's like, okay, go, go interact with these other star characters. Like they're always, you talked about control and it's like, you, you don't have control of these people. And that's almost a little more compelling because maybe now you have this like, oh, I need to like, I need to make sure they're okay. Like I, I can't make them be okay, but I have to build the box around them so that they're okay. You have to care for something. Whereas in civilization, it's like blue eyes, white dragon, walk three spaces. And like you practically fucking whip it by like clicking it and then doing the right click on another part of the screen. What do you think about the level of control between a city management versus an empire management? Yeah, do you remember the game Lemonade Stand? Uh, it was like a, Vaguely? It was like a, like a, it was like a computer game? game? Yeah, it was a browser game. Uh, and, like, basically, you were just some kid, and you had to figure out how much, you know, like, how to, how much to charge for a cup of lemonade. Um, and, you know, they would give you variables like, oh, it's an overcast day, it's, you know, this temperature, um, how much are you charging? And I think there was a whole, like, you'd go to the store and you would buy a certain number of, of lemons and whatnot, you know, all your ingredients. Um, and that felt to me like kind of doing what a city management game is doing. It's just that the only role of the city, like, it, it'd be like, it's it's like at an even more granular view, right? Like, that's the most zoomed in we could possibly have uh like type of like level of control and then we can zoom out and then we could have someone managing a city and then we zoom out even further and then we have like a age of empires type of thing right and and it's it's like i feel like there's almost this city management within the world of civilization right like it, it it's like as if that's just automated you know i know that there isn't a rich world of city management oh, actually yeah. going on actually but- now that you mention it right that you have the happiness 
factor. Like I think each city and or your society as a whole has a happiness factor. And if you want to be getting the, you know, right amount of supplies, resources that you need to have to feed your armies and, you know, do whatever things you need to do, maybe get your diplomacy on, like you need to make sure your cities are happy and either build things such as like food structures or like artistic structures, maybe even one of the wonders of the world, that stuff is like your sort of city micromanagement from a god's eye empire management view. So I kind of I'm I'm getting what you're saying with that, yeah. But I don't know if it is anywhere near as satisfying as an actual city management game, like a Sim City or a City Skylines or a Pocket City. For you it's the beauty is is really the what the other ones are missing, right? Like if we zoom all the way into like Lemonade Stand, it's like you don't really have that much you know, freedom to make the lemons beautiful. Like at the end of the day, you're going to be like looking at yellow fruit all day. Um, and for the empire ones, it's, it's like, I'm going to construct something beautiful, but the display that is that, that the player is, sees is still something that's kind of crude. And it's like, Oh, great. Like, uh, you know, you, you have this, uh, statue, let's say, right? It's like, great. You have a statue. Everybody in your city thinks it's beautiful, but you don't experience that beauty yourself. With whereas it when you talk about the uh the cityscape type game, um, it almost reminds me of like interior design. You know, you're it's like you you enjoy that for the same reason people enjoy decorating their Animal Crossing home. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a layer of creativity at the at the micro level. You're actually like you know shaping the landscape around there. Like, yeah, totally. That is a major factor at least for me, in wanting to, like, play those games. Um, I just like that sort of, you know, having a nice green canvas and then drawing some roads on it and stuff like that. Whereas in a game like Civilization, a 4X game, you know, it's more like, okay, I know what the... The land is very clearly not going to be really shaped by me, uh, except for, you know, just flattening it and, like, putting some sort of icon there uh i don't know if that's too reductionist but what i'm saying is like here's this six-sided tile and it's covered with cloud okay i walked to it now it's not covered in cloud now i'm just going to build a farm on it because it has grass and that farm's going to look exactly the same as like all the other farms around it and i'm only really building this farm for the sake of getting the resources i'm not actually thinking about like is this farm in the right spot? Like, I'm not thinking about that outside of this tile says it has three corn on it. So I should build mm-hmm. a farm. And so, what, what, yeah. what do you think? Of, what do you think of the other end of the, the like spectrum where it's like, so zooming out, it's like yeah. empire and then city. And then within the cities are made up of little businesses, right? So like business management, cooking mama, lemonade stand. Do you have anything? Do you feel like that's not even really relevant or do you like that? Like reducing It's cool it? that you bring up business management because it makes me think of like Reseteer, which is a game where you play as the store clerk for all the RPG characters of a town. So rather than going and buying equipment and stuff, you are now selling that equipment to the heroes and more so you are actually haggling with them. So like the main mechanics are around like negotiating prices, valuing your items and like putting them up in display stands. So you're kind of like also figuring out what the layout of your store is, right. To get a good flow of customers and things like that. Um, I think that's actually really cool, and I don't know if I've seen too many games be in that type of genre. 
Uh, business management, though, to me, definitely seems more like the lemonade stand kind of like just straightforward. I'm looking at like flat text and numbers uh as opposed to say i guess reseteer which has more of that element of like kind of moving around this like little area and then interacting with like other characters and the hack and the sort of haggling aspect is like pretty neat it would be cool to see like more of that and just have that be part of like this like weird hierarchy where it's like oh do i want to play like dunkin Donuts sim one other aspect of that, I think, in Reseteer, uh, is that you're paying off a big debt, which we've seen in Animal Crossing and other titles. But I guess that is part of the meta of business management, right? You take out like a major loan, you rent out a space, and now you're trying to like break even and then turn a profit, and that takes a very long time. And I don't know how often like games are highlighting that and that just seems like a cool thing to me. Uh, seems like just like a good way to kind of like put a general overarching goal into this type of game that may otherwise seem like a, oh, I'm just doing this ad nauseum. Maybe it's like, oh, well, I'm doing this till I reach this amount of money so I could buy this thing. Uh, and then that would end up beating the game or something like that.